today, I'd like to draw your attention to the habit of prayer. I know in my own life, so often I get sucked into this idea that prayer is just an exercise, almost like working out in the morning and then not thinking about it until the next morning when you have to wake up and put your sneakers on. No, prayer is something that requires an attitude. Pray without ceasing, the Bible tells us. We pick up here E.M. Bounds' book, Purpose in Prayer, chapter number four. When we acquire the habit of prayer, we enter into a new atmosphere. Do you expect to go to heaven? asked someone of a devout Scotsman. Why, sir? I live there, was the quaint and unexpected reply. It was an elegant yet compelling statement of great truth. For the entire way to heaven is already the beginning of heaven to the Christian who walks near enough to God to hear the secrets he has to impart. If I can pause here, the remainder of our reading on today's podcast will be one, two, three, four paragraphs giving example and putting flesh on the bones of this idea of habitual prayer. We continue, this attitude is beautifully illustrated in a story of Horace Bushnell, told by Dr. Parks Cadman. Bushnell was found to be suffering from an incurable disease. One evening, the Reverend Joseph Twitchell visited him, and as they sat together under the starry sky, Bushnell said, one of us ought to pray. Twitchell asked Bushnell to do so, and he began to pray. Burying his face in the earth, he poured out his heart until Twitchell, in recalling the incident, said, I was afraid to stretch out my hand in the darkness, lest I should touch God. To have God thus near is to enter the Holy of Holies, to breathe the fragrance of the heavenly air, to walk in Eden's delightful gardens. Nothing but prayer can bring God and man into this happy communion. That was the experience of Samuel Rutherford, just as it is the experience of everyone who passes through the same gateway. When this saint of God was at one time confined in jail because he refused to act against his convictions, he enjoyed in a rare degree the divine companionship recording in his diary that Jesus entered his cell and that at his coming every stone flashed like a ruby. Many others have borne witness to that same sweet fellowship. When prayer had become the one habit of life that meant more than anything else to them. David Livingston lived in the realm of prayer and knew its gracious influence. It was his habit every birthday to write a prayer. And on the next to the last birthday of all in his life, this was his prayer. O Divine One, I have not loved you earnestly, deeply, sincerely enough. Grant, I pray you that before this year is ended, I may have finished my task. It was just on the threshold of the year that followed that his faithful men, as they looked into that hut, while the rain dripped from the eaves, saw their master 
on his knees, beside his bed in an attitude of prayer. He had died on his knees in prayer. Stonewall Jackson was a man of prayer. He said, I have so fixed the habit in my mind that I never raise a glass of water to my lips without asking God's blessing, never seal a letter without putting a word of prayer under the seal, never take a letter from the mailbox without a brief sending of my thoughts heavenward, never change my classes in the lecture room without a minute's petition for the cadets who go out and for those who come in. We close with this. James Gilmore, the pioneer missionary to Mongolia, was a man of prayer. He had made a habit in his writing of never using a blotter. Now, that's an old-fashioned instrument we we may not be familiar with now, but he made a rule that when he got to the bottom of any page, he would wait until the ink dried and spend that time in prayer. Before we open social media, before we hit send on an email, while we wait for the microwave so quickly to dispense the hot contents that we put in there moments ago, do we have a habit and attitude of prayer? Convicting to me, and I hope so to you as well. While you sit at that next red light, maybe don't check your texts. Instead of messaging with another human being on earth, why don't you talk to God? We will continue with E.M. Bounds' book. We will close out chapter number four tomorrow, Lord willing. I appreciate your willingness to be a part of this podcast. Share it with someone if you would. I know this episode went a little bit longer than is our norm, but if you would, share it with someone. I would greatly appreciate that. Lord willing, in the very near future, there will be an addition to this podcast, maybe a second episode each day. I don't think you'll want to miss that. Another book that has been a great help to me. We will continue with E.M. Bounds' book, but I'm going to add one more, if the Lord would allow. Thank you so much for listening. God bless.